Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 136. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacation. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else where you listen that helps the show grow and helps new listeners find us. And on today's show, we are going to be joined by Meg Patton from Next Page with Meg. Her business offers Walt Disney World story hunts, including ones for special events like Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. She offers some that are digital downloads. She can customize them. She also has some that include like a box with clues and prizes for you to solve with your group. Super fun, exciting things. And in honor of Meg's amazing story hunt for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, we're going to be talking about Halloween festivities at Walt Disney World. And actually, just a few days after recording this, we are going to be doing one of her story hunts. So I'm super excited for that. Our episode is actually releasing the day that we'll be at the Halloween party. So we'll make sure to share videos and lots of fun photos so you can experience what we have with Meg's hunt. So I want to preface this. Some of these things are just coming back. We have a one thing that I'm really hoping come back soon. And I'd like to thank our friends over at Disney Tourist Blog and WDW Prep School for some of the overviews, as well as we have some experience with quite a few of these items ourselves. And I would say, I mean, we enjoy Halloween and we do a lot of Halloween stuff, but I wouldn't say we're like we're Halloween people. Would you say, Chris? No, I... There's folks who love Jack Skellington and going all out. I'm an enjoyer of Halloween, but we do a dog park event every. We year. do a dog That's park event. Thing. I mean, we're I will do a pumpkin fundraiser for another thing I'm doing. <laughs> but Halloween is fun, but it's not my like many for many people. It's their Christmas. Yeah, so we're excited. It's fun for us to go to Disney and experience these things because then we get to do all the fun without having to go all out ourselves. So we're going to start with the top one, which we'll also review our experience because we're going to this year's party. We did a actually way back at the very beginning of the show. I don't know if you remember this, Chris, because it's going back almost five years. We did a show where we compared the Halloween party to the Christmas party. Do you remember that? I do not. Well, I will put that in the show line, show notes. And we are also going to be going to both this year. So maybe we'll do re visit that topic. Anyway, so the first thing that I think most people think of when it comes to Halloween at Disney is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. If you've never been, what this is, is it's a separate hard-ticketed event at Magic Kingdom. And what happens is the park closes early today, guests, and you have to have this separate ticket to get in. And you can get in a little early, which we'll talk about more details about the party later when we do our review. But they have the Boo to You Halloween Parade. They have a Hocus Pocus Villains Spectacular Stage Show, Trick or Treating, which is super fun. And then there's a Not So Spooky Spectacular Fireworks Show. People really go for the characters. There's all kinds of characters in fun outfits. And it's the only time that adults can wear like traditional costumes at the park. That's cool. 
Yeah, so we've done that many times before. And you can wear a costume if you're 13 and over. You just can't wear, um, there's restrictions on like you can't wear masks. Um, you can't pretend that you're, you can't pretend that you're a character. Like Disney actually has in their rules that you can't sign autographs, which I'm sure some people might have awesome costumes. I'm sure. (laughs) You know what? I, there's probably a contingent of former cast members. That's true. Who want a little bit of the glory. And just imagine, plus now with TikTok, here's a fun fact about that. What? I went to graduate school with a ca- former cast member. He could do, he did at least 10 different signatures. Yeah, you gave that one. Well, I know. I'm, just, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. just saying context. But just, that goes back to your po- thing about you can't sign autographs. Yeah, yeah. so he could have been in the park in theory. Maybe somebody did that. Not well, correct, him. But. Well, correct. but nowadays with TikTok, it's one of those things like, I'm going to go and Disney secrets. I'm going to be Cinderella. And I'm going to do X, Y, Z. You know, nowadays everybody's a clout chaser, but that said, that's my Disney trivia. (laughs) So have a cool costume, but don't pretend to be a real Disney meet and greet. So those are some things. We're going to give a full review of the Halloween party. It is expensive, but it's so much fun. I think all of the after hour ticketed things, I enjoy those a lot. How about you? Yes. (laughs) But it is an investment. It's even worth it. Like for us, when we're going this time, it's before we're getting on the cruise. So we're not even using a park day. Like we're just going for the Halloween party. And that's something you can do as just an extra day. Well, plus you mentioned the investment. You know, the other side is, let's say you buy an all day ticket. You're going to wait 40 minutes for this, 50 minutes for that. Where, you know, the mine car ride, you get on immediately. Space Mountain. Yeah, depending on the event. Please, Vanessa. It's, <laughs> in Disney terms, it's an Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and Without Space buying Mountain. Genie Plus or Correct. Any of that. And so it's a case of like, oh, it's this much money. Well, maybe you go to the outlets in the, during the day, you relax, and then put your money and time into the night where, yes, you it's a smaller time period, but number one, it's in it's at dark, so it, it's a better cooler. weather. Cooler. Cooler, yeah. And, you know, there's times where we will be like the last ride yeah, we're there till the end. Correct. And you get your money's worth because you can literally get on and get right back off. So it's just six to one half dozen to another. But if you're, you're there to enjoy the park. And the characters that you don't it, see any other time. Well, and the characters. Now, if you were to have a day pass, go all day and then do it, that is a lot of money and it's a lot of time. But if you're just going to do something, and like you said, everything's expensive at Disney. So you can't complain about that. The one thing you can complain about is capacity and just being able to get on rides and see characters. This is a way to kind of do D all the above. Have fun at night when it's cooler. See characters you wouldn't otherwise see. see ride more shows. rides. See special shows. And get candy. Uh, and then boo to you. What's How did that song go? I'm not a singer. but Oh, sing baby. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things. Yes. So it's so much fun. And look up that show, that song, and you will have it stuck in your head. For a very long time. Boot to you. <laughs> All right. And the, another thing that is great, that's something that you can enjoy at Magic Kingdom, even if you do not have a ticket for the Halloween party, is they have some really fun, cool decorations. They have pumpkin wreaths that are up and down the main street. They also have a variety of really big like they have a giant pumpkin that you can get some pictures in front of they also have um 
pumpkin people that are right around Main Street, like right by when you first enter. Just a lot of fun. And it's great for pictures and all kinds of fun things. At Disney Springs, they have a lot of photo backdrops, which are great because you can get selfies and some cool social media picture posts. Um, there's a lot of different decorations that are up that you can experience and enjoy over at Disney Springs. Now, going to more specific things besides the fun decor that you can enjoy, over at Hollywood Studios, they have a fun experience that's a dining experience. The bummer to me is the food is not very good here. I've eaten here several times and I go for the experience. So over at Hollywood and Vine at Disney's Hollywood Studios, they have what's called Minnie's Halloween Dine. And throughout the year, if you've ever gone to Hollywood and Vine, this is kind of seasonal. It changes. So I've done the Halloween one with my good friend a few years ago. Which good friend? My good friend, Judy. Yes. Yes. So we went to Hollywood and Vine and... Minnie and friends are all dressed in super cute Halloween costumes. So we didn't have on, you can't wear costumes at Hollywood Studios, but we had cute Halloween shirts and Halloween ears. And it was so much fun to get their pictures. It's a, it is a buffet. So you can kind of get what you want. I will say you don't go for the food. You go for the outfits and the character experiences, which is super fun. And it's well worth the cost they are only there for lunch and dinner. Breakfast is Disney Junior characters, so really keep that in mind. But it's so much fun to do the seasonal dining for the Minnie's Hollywood Dine. Now, throughout the entire Walt Disney World Resort, there are all kinds of fun food items. Now, if you're going to the Halloween party, make sure to check out. There's some that are exclusive just for the Halloween party. But Throughout the day, you no matter where you're at, you can get something great. So there are special drinks. So I'm just going to give you a few tastes of some of the sampling of some of the different items that are available. Now, starting over at Magic Kingdom, they have an apple churro. It's called the Not-So-Poisoned Apple Churro. And people say that this is really good. I'm not, I like churros, but I, I don't go churro crazy. Do you like churros that much? I, we just didn't grow up with it. it. Yeah, I don't know. I remember one time we were in a Orlando adjacent Walmart and they had churros and oh, I got yeah, them. I and they were, that. I mean, they were okay, but I'll put my calories somewhere else. Okay, so let me read this churro though. This is a special, it's not so poison apple churro. And this is at the snack cart near Cinderella Castle. It's a churro rolled in green apple sugar topped with Snickers bar pieces and drizzled with caramel sauce. And that's new. Chocolate and caramel. Pretty good. Yes. And they have lots of other, there's like an apple fritter milkshake. Let's see what are some of the other ones at Magic Kingdom. There's a couple of special drinks over at Sheshire Cafe. These are these sound pretty good. There's a frozen cherry slushy with black cherry puree, and it has whipped cream and a chocolate piece on top. Um, there's a witch's cold brew, which is a Joffrey's coffee drink. This one sounds really good, which I would like to try this over at Golden Oak Outpost. So over towards Frontierland, kind of as you're leaving Adventureland, they have a tombstone tart. It's a pastry filled with strawberry jalapeno jam and topped with sprinkles and sugar spiders. Would you try a strawberry jalapeno pop tart? Sure. 
I think I would like to try it. Um, there's also a black velvet whoopie pie over in Liberty Square. Over at Upcat, you can head to Sunshine Seasons. They have several special desserts which sound quite good. Over at Hollywood Studios, if you don't make it to Minnie's Hollywood Dine, the ABC Commissary has some specialty drinks as well as a spider web tart. And then over at Backyard, Backyard, Backlot Express, they have a couple of different drinks as well. And you'll see these drinks kind of repeat themselves. I think one thing that's kind of fun over at the Hollywood Scoops where you can get ice cream, they have a candy corn milkshake. I like candy corn. I don't know. I mean, I don't go out of my way to buy it, but I do enjoy candy corn. Do you like candy corn? I'll eat it. I It's just not a preference. Yeah. So this is a vanilla and candy corn milkshake topped with an orange donut and Hollywood sprinkles. Hollywood. Halloween sprinkles. Pizza Rizzo has some stuff. Woody's Lunchbox has a special pop tart. It's a pumpkin one, a pumpkin pie filled pastry tart with marshmallow fondant, candy corn, and Halloween sprinkles. So lots of fun things. Over at Animal Kingdom, Tamu Tamu has a special cinnamon roll. Pizza Fari Restaurantosaurus has a scar cupcake. If you're over at Disney Springs, head over to the patisserie. They have lots of fun cakes. Deluxe Burger has a couple of special items. So lots of things, no matter where you're at. The Ganachery has a ton of great chocolates. Even when you go over to Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, they have some fun drinks. So you really could make a whole culinary experience out of all of the special items that are available for the Halloween season which I think is super fun. And of course, check your resort because the resorts have a lot of special items too, especially like cupcakes and desserts. That's where you're going to get your fill of a lot of different specialty things. Now, the next item that we're going to talk about related to Halloween, this one has not came back yet since COVID, but I had to share it because we just had episode a few episodes back where we spent a lot of time talking about Fort Wilderness because we were interviewing people from Camper Rental Adventures. And they had, uh, they used to have this event and I'm really hoping for next year. People thought it was going to come back for 2023. It hasn't. So maybe next year, but I had to share. It's called Return to Sleepy Hollow. It was held every year at Fort Wilderness. And what they would do is they would have one evening where they would have a viewing of the 1949 classic film, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And then during that night, they would have kind of like a headless, the headless horseman would appear. They have an up close and personal encounter. There was always a dessert party with Halloween themed snacks. And it ran several weekends starting towards the end of September until Halloween. So hopefully this experience will come back in 2024. And if you did listen to our interview with Camper Rental Adventures, they talked about how Halloween is one of those top seasons, just like Christmas. So if you think you want to go to Fort Wilderness, you want to rent a camper, reach out to Camper Rental Adventures and get that booked for next year right away. Now, another fun thing, which we've gotten to see several times, which I'm hoping maybe, I don't know if we'll be a little early this trip because we'll be in early October, but something we've saw before is that a lot of the resorts will have where cast members carve and decorate pumpkins and they'll put them on display. They're always usually at Contemporary and Boardwalk, but I was at All-Star one year and they had at All-Star Music, they had some. 
It's really fun to see. And often on or right at Halloween, so like on Halloween or right near it, a lot of the resorts will do things like costume contests, crafts, Halloween movies where they have the movies out on the lawns. They'll often have a Halloween themed film and trick or treating. So check out your resort when you're there. In particular, if you're there towards later part of October, you'll have a chance to check out some really fun Halloween activities there. And finally, there are lots of awesome Halloween merch to pick up everywhere. And a lot of our awesome vendors have some really cool Halloween merchandise as well. And there are sometimes exclusive, well, there are usually exclusive items at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, as well as there'll be items that are on like Shop Disney or in specific parks. I will say I have a lot of Halloween spirit jerseys. And as we said, we're not even Halloween people, but I have a huge collection of Disney Halloween shirts. So lots of great merchandise that you can do and get. And I think overall, even if you're not a huge Halloween person, I think you can't help but get into the spirit of Halloween when you go to Disney at this time of year. Correct. So check out all of these things, whether it be food, taking that extra splurge to go to the Halloween party, or just checking out some of the things at the resorts and the decorations. Lots of fun things throughout Walt Disney World at this time of year. So check it out. And I will make sure to share some of our links to our past shows where we looked at the Halloween party and stay tuned for our upcoming review of the 2023 Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So up next, we're going to get our interview with Meg. And we're looking forward to using her story hunt here very shortly. We'd like to welcome Meg to the show. Her business, Next Page with Meg, specializes in what she calls story hunts, which are scavenger hunts where you really are looking at the details at the parks and everything that Disney brings to show us all that story. And I know we're going to be doing one of hers that she has for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that and having her explain more to all of you. She's a lifelong Disney theme park fan, and she worked at as a cast member for over 14 years. Like all of us, she loves Disney and all of those details and stories that Disney shows us. She's been married for eight years, and she has three kids. And we'd like to welcome Meg to the show. Thank you so much. Now we start off the shows by asking our guests, what are some of their favorite things at the parks? And lately we've been asking people, what is your favorite character to meet? Oh, that's a good one. Because specifically, some meet greets are more fun than others. Yes, uh, true. <laughs> su- super timely. I've been a lifelong Figment fan. So um, I'll be honest, we were happened to be at Epcot uh, for his first day of greeting, we we did not wait in the line. We had a few of the things we were going to do at the park, but we did check out, and um, it looks so fun. Uh, you know, it's, through the years, there's been a couple different ways you can meet Figment, but I really like this latest iteration. He comes out of the Dream Port. Many old school Figment fans will re- remember that from the the original ride, and there's even a, a nod to the Rainbow Tunnel. Um, so I, I really love when Disney like adds in. Of course, I love Disney details. Right. <laughs> yeah, and those 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 details that 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 harken back. But even too, I mean, that one's like super timely. Um, I really, I always love Winnie the Pooh. He's just such a sweetie, and uh, his meet and greet there at Magic Kingdom, right next to the ride with the big open book, and he just gives the best hugs. That is for sure. And if 
for any of our listeners, they probably know I talk about Figment a lot. So I'm super excited. We'll be going in a few weeks and I'm hoping to that the line's dying down a little bit and I'll be able to be able to. <laughs> right, yeah, there's definitely a, a, a buzz and excitement. So yeah, that's what we're going to open to that they'll uh, keep, you know, keep the popularity, but slow down on the three to four hour wait. Correct, for sure. Now we have you on here, of course, to hear all about your business and what are the products that you offer connected to Disney? So I run Next Page with Meg, and I have several creative services, but one of the main ones I provide I call Story Hunts, which are really scavenger hunts that help direct you to cool details and like nods to Disney movies and Disney heritage all throughout Walt Disney World parks, resorts, Disney Springs. And because I've always been enthralled, I've been coming to Disney literally since before I could walk, and I've always loved those details, whether it's in architecture or kind of down paths. Disney does it so well and you think kind of even just theme parks in general there's a reason why they're themed right. and so I've, I've been expanding um to some hunts at um universal orlando as well as some locations with disney cruise line because again they all have that same thread where they're telling these amazing stories and it just feels like people you know there's so much you want to jam pack in your vacation which can make it so fun but sometimes it's slowing down and these cool details that you may miss otherwise and whether you're an annual pass holder and you've been coming for years and years or it's your very first visit um all of these pieces can really add to your experience so my hunts help you look for those and find those and in a really fun way you know people love a, a scavenger hunt or kind of think of it as almost a escape room in a box there's tasks and things to complete in order to discover everything now would you say these are for a certain age range or do you have different ones depending on who is with you I mean, really, I kind of designed it like like Disney itself, where it's it's good for for all ages. Um, so even within the hunts, I'll do clues with varying difficulty. There's you know somewhere you might have to count something. So you know, I think like my six year old loves to count. And even me as a full fledged adult, I was like, oh wait, I don't. I don't know how many seagulls are outside sure. the seas. I, I have to go over there. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've seen them how many times, but I don't remember exactly how many. So in that case, it's really fun for really the whole family, or even if it's just adults. I've had um, a group of teenagers do them, uh, team builders, but I'll also do custom. So people, especially when it comes to the, the the team builder ones, you know, companies are looking kind of for certain activities to bring groups together. And uh, so I, I really like to have fun with those too. You mentioned your entrepreneurial spirit. What led you to create this business? I like so many others uh, in the midst of the pandemic, found my world turned upside down. You know, I've been working for Walt Disney World for a little over 14 years. Um, and I had, uh, just recently had my third child, so I had an infant and then two preschool age children. So I thought, okay, what what now? And there's a, a, some fantastic groups out there, social media and whatnot. One particular one is called Ear for Each Other, and that group was specifically created to help displaced cast members and team members like myself were kind of like, what should we do next? And either some of us had a business idea or we're working on something. And it was within that group that, you know, some of these things I've been doing more as a hobby, looking for Disney details, making fun, fun games out of it, um, realized there was, there was a market for that, but people, you know, really wanted to, to 
to to find those things and especially you know the popularity of the imagineering story on disney plus and gosh how many hundreds of books there are out there and and, and other videos and fans who are constantly talking about different ways to experience the theme parks i thought okay well i can put my fun twist on that let me let me kind of compile all of those fun tidbits and you know details to to, to look for into a, a fun fun scavenger hunt took off which is really fun now that ties into our next question was how do you think that your hunts add some disney magic into your customers lives that's, I mean, I've I have always been a fan of the Disney magic. I think it's hard as you know, world is changing and and people kind of see that quote magic as different things. I've always seen it as connections. You know, whether you can make a connection with a cast member, make a connection with a character, with the park. You know, some people when they see the castle, they well up with tears, or they they they, they have certain memories, or whether it's their first time. And so I try to capture pieces of that in my story hunts. So looking for those pieces that might connect back to a, a childhood story or a, a, a memory. Um, you know, I especially love, I, I'll get excited if it's kind of uh, obscure. Reference. You know, there's people who love certain movies from the 60s or 70s that don't get as much love. So to have a story hunt clue that connects to that, because with my hunts too, I don't, I don't hide anything. It's all what's pre-existing in the locations. Um, so it's something that really anyone can find, but people are usually just so busy going on to their next thing that they, that they don't t- take the time to look. So I, I get a lot of people who get excited. They're like, I never even thought to look there. And I found this and my whole family got so excited. So I get, I, I get really you know, it kind of makes my my heart happy when I hear those. And then it's super cool when I get to be a part of people's sort of life events. Um, folks have used my hunts to get engaged, uh, to welcome home family members, whether it's from deployments or different things. Uh, you know, they, they do one of my hunts, and then the last piece of it is that is that big life event. And that's just so cool to me, to be a part of magical moments like that in, in, in people's lives. And I think we've mentioned on the show, we were married at Disney, we were married in Epcot, and we had a vow renewal there. And I think even thinking about the Disney like couple community, this would be a fun event that you could have for your guests that you may be leading up to your wedding. I know we did like a photo scavenger hunt at our vow renewal, but I think something like this would have been super fun for our guests oh, to do. Yeah. So I think there's so many great outlets, like you said, that it makes a, it enhances those special occasions. But I know just reading through the hunt that you shared with us, it's something that's great for people who are on their first trip or veteran park goers like ourselves that have been there dozens of times. And it just, like you said, you find something that you've never noticed before, which I think that is unique because so many people are rushing ride to ride. They miss out on that story that Disney shares and tells everywhere. So I think that's what makes your product so unique. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, too, I think there's with vacations now, not just Disney, there's so many you make a reservation for this and a time slot for that. And then when you, you get to the place, then you're, you know, every, every person plans a little differently. But there's always those little pockets of, hey, we're on our way to such and such, to this attraction, to this restaurant. Um, 
you have a few moments to kind of look down this path that you may not have taken before and to 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 discover some things so i i really try to encourage people to to do that too or for the people you don't have plans and that's perfectly fine you just want to go with the flow then these hunts are great for that too i always tell people because they're always like oh how, how long will a hunt like this take and one, it depends on the group. It depends if you're really gung-ho or if you want to, you know. And so it's it's up to you. You can uh, use it as a competition, which people have. And I love stories like that. There was a mom with her three daughters where they were going around Disney Springs and they were being like, no, 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 they got ahead of us. We got to find this next group. <laughs> or you can just weave it in throughout your day, you know. So you do a few hunts here because you're in Adventureland and then you want to pause because you've got lunch reservations, but then pick it up again. So it really works for, for however you want to do your schedule. Now, if I were wanting to do one of your hunts, if I have an idea for a custom one, how far in advance of a trip should I reach out to you? Um, it really can vary. Some people will reach out a year in advance and we can start those those conversations. I can get you on the books. Um, but really, I like to have at least a week or two's notice, especially depending if it's going to be a custom, how, how complex it is. In some cases, I have, you know, quite a, a, a log of, sure. of clues and things. But um, especially when it comes to, like, engagements or team building, um, I, I really try to include favorites or things that really speak to that group. So, you know, if you know you want to include a certain character or certain areas of the park or avoid other areas, um, especially now you think uh, Disney, you know, uh, uh, Epcot, although I feel like it's finally coming back into its own. Sure. There's been a lot of walls and things up, so trying to avoid those. So at least, you know, give give uh, uh, two weeks or so before your trip. So that's, I, and I always say, tell people, even if it is less than that, reach out because, my, my standard hunts that are kind of off the shelf, ready to go, whether it's the digital d- download that I could email to you and print or the storybook box, which is one that I assemble and have the envelopes and the task and there's a locked prize. You know, those are, those are great too. And I can, I can deliver right to your resort. Um, I can also ship. So we can, we, we can, we can get it to you when, when you need it. So could you explain a little more about the storybook boxes? Because I know probably some people have seen where you have like your digital downloads that you send, but how, how do those boxes take it to a different level? So yeah, that, and uh, people always ask, are the digital downloads like the digital version of the storybook box? And no, they're, they're separate. There's so many details out there. So if you were to go to the, you know, uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort, um, my digital download is different, has different clues does have a photo hunt, has a brain teaser, and that's all different than if you order the storybook box. I call it a storybook box because the box itself, I designed it to look like a box or to look like a book. Uh, so I work with a with a company that's 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 based here in, in North Carolina to get those um, printed for me. And because again, to go with this whole idea of a story hunt, so you get a pamphlet with the clues, you know. So now it's you know I think it's not. The digital that I email. This is a physical box that you open up. You have the clues laid out. I have a series of envelopes, and as you go throughout the pamphlet, it'll say, "Open envelope number one." Every box comes with a um, spy pen, so there are certain things I write with the invisible ink, so you have to use your your, your pen to find it. Each box like that has its own task, and depending each you know each park and resorts, Disney Springs, they have the task and 
can look a little different, but I include everything you need in, in the box. So if there's a scrambled message and a decoder, you get the decoder. If it's, um, you know, a little scratch off thing or a puzzle to twist or whatnot. So all of that's ready to go. And then the, the kind of cool part that I, I, I wanted to have a little twist because I feel like it helps with the excitement is there's a prize in each one of my storybook boxes, but it's locked. So oh, you have a fun. luggage lock on there. And the only way to get the combination is to complete the hunt. And then there's a special envelope that you open and it'll give you the code on how to find the combination, which is sort of hidden in the answers that you've already found throughout the location. Oh, how So, like, it'll, it'll tell you to go to question number seven and, like, you know, take that number, go to question 12 and subtract that from this, and so then you'll get your combination to open the lock. That sounds like so much fun. Now, do you have certain hunts that are kind of, like, your more popular ones, you would say? You know, it does seem to have and flow. Uh, for a while, the park ones in general, and I, I have a hunch that had to do with, you know, coming, uh, you know, the park, it depends, you know, what's open and what's not open sure. and if there's construction and, and all of that. But now I've seen a little more surge in um, resorts. I think a, a lot of people, you know, especially if you're a veteran, you kind of know, uh, build in a rest day. Uh, Disney World is great, but it's exhausting. Yeah. Universal, all of those are so much. So if you can, build in a day where you're not going to a park and just yeah. sort of take it all in. And my hunts are great for that because, as I you know, mentioned, you can go, go, go with the hunt or you can do a few clues here, you know, rest at the pool and do a few others. So uh, the r- r- resort ones, I've seen an uptick. Epcot can be a popular one, especially, um, you know, with all the festivals throughout the year. And there's a lot of great guides out there. Disney even, you know, has the passports. But my my checkout guide kind of helps make suggestions. And it's got area for you to write in your own observations and, you know, something you liked or didn't like. Especially, I feel like Epcot, there's always these awesome treats and drinks. Yeah. And you're like, where did I get that one? What did I do? You know, there's there's something. Oh, next one I have to ask if they could make it without this. And so you can write that down in my uh, checkout guide, so you can you, you can have that. So um, it's 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 interesting to see how things kind of ebb and flow. Sure. Now, with this, you know, you mentioned the stories that you put together. Where can people go online to find more about what you do? So I am on several social media. I'm on Facebook, and it's Next Page with Meg. And you don't think like the page of a book. Uh, uh, same on Instagram. And I, the way to uh, order, you know, the popular link in the bio, I have a campsite bio link, and you can find my order form there. I'm actually in the process of, we've been working on it for a little bit, trying to get it in the right spot of having my own website where you can have order and read more about it and all of that but until we get to that point I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that'll launch this fall so just in a couple weeks but uh, my Instagram and Facebook where I'll, I'll do posts about it I also share fun Disney stuff you know I've mentioned I have three kids so we're off and out in the parks to do our research as we call it um, I'm also getting on Pinterest um, so to, to share some of the cool details and just some other fun fun things out there crafts and um, costumes and Disney bounding and all of that. So um, that that will be launching this fall as well. And really, so everything to, f- to find me under uh, Next Page with Meg, including my email, which is nextpagewithmeg at gmail.com. 
Perfect. And I will share all of those links in the show notes. And then when your website launches, we'll make sure to have you reach out and we'll share that with our audience as well. So thank you so much for joining us today, Meg. Oh, thank you both so much. This this was wonderful. I really enjoyed chatting with you and I can't wait to hear what you think about the Mickey's Not So Scary uh, party in general and the checkout guide. For sure. We are really excited to use it when we go. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you again to Meg for joining us today. And now we are on to our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. And Chris, you are up with trivia. Okay. You've seen the movie Hocus Pocus. Yes, I have. There was a famous actor who did not star in the movie. Okay. This actor, who was young at the time, was not able to play the role of Max. Okay. Because he was also he was playing in... What's eating Gilbert Grape? Okay. What is who is this actor? And of course, you would ask me a trivia about a, a name, and you know I'm terrible with names. I can see the face, but I have no clue what his name is. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, then I totally had the wrong person because I would have known that name. Wow. Yes. On a side note, a eleven or twelve year old sixth grade me was kicked out of seeing What's Eating Gilbert Grape for making so much ruckus, along with other miscreants. I don't even want to know. It was a fun <laughs> time. I mean, when you're with your buddies and just doing, what, 10, 12? I mean, again, just imagine, we were 12, let's say 10, 11 years old, 12 years old, by ourselves. At a movie. At a movie. Never would happen today. Never, never, never ever in a million years would happen today. And we went to see What's Eating Gilbert Grape and proceeded to get kicked out of the movie theater. (laughs) You just aged yourself with that, too. (laughs) Well, that is really interesting. I didn't know that about Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, let's go ahead and end out with our Walt Disney quote. And I thought this one was kind of fun because we're talking about Halloween and people dress up in costumes. The more you like yourself, the less you are like anyone else, which makes you unique. So hopefully at this Halloween spooky season, you can have some unique experiences at Walt Disney World, show your unique self by expressing yourself with whatever awesome costume you have. And we look forward to seeing all of those, hopefully on social media and that. So make sure to follow us on all of our social platforms on Instagram. We're on TikTok now. And then also, of course, on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. So that way we can just continue to grow. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.